For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. This would be a good segment. Let's figure out how to uh, let's figure out how to circumvent NFL security at a game. See if that, that gets me. See if that ends up being a problem for me. It helped me because I it like gave me. In two minutes while you opine that finish my grapes. You're eating some grapes. Are they frozen? I've heard that the, the new thing is like frozen grapes and they're rolled in Kool-Aid powder. Frozen grapes have always been a good snack, but no, they're not frozen. They're regular because we're recording at a time where I have not eaten food. So, boom. You- Didn't okay. I get in trouble for eating? Mm. No, I finished. No, Tone, don't do that. I finished. <laughs> I was finishing a grape. I'm not. You had a, a whole Jimmy John sandwich in your mouth <laughs> with mayo running out. Mayo on your mustache. See, you might notice by looking at Russ, because this is an audio platform, but it also has video um, because we put out video clips and stuff like that. You might notice looking at Russ, he doesn't have any grape drizzling down his chin. There is no grape jizzle down my chin. No. No. <laughs> I, I'm going to assume that's just your that weird was, way of pronouncing the word that drizzle. Was, uh, that you was, got caught up in the... Nah, uh, that, was, <laughs> nah, nah that was flagrant. Don't caught up, bleep, you got caught. bleep that one because I didn't mean yeah. it to come out. Oh, leave that in. We want to turn it up. We want to turn it up. No, that's turning up That's turning up in ways I didn't want to turn it up. Russ got too caught up in the alliteration there. <laughs> he just kind of he was going with those Yo. those soft G sounds. Well, hey. it was a hard G, and then it was a soft and G, and now it's a hard G. And, oh my God, that's gross. Oh, Russ. Oh uh, my. See goodness. that that aside, this is a weird time to proclaim my trust in Russ, but I that I do filthy. I do trust Russ to eat during the show in a way that I don't trust you, because. I think like if, like if Russ burps after eating these grapes, no one will know that because Russ will hit mute. 100%. And Russ is not rattling around a spoon in a cup. There's Slurping no visual custard. evidence of the uh, the grape. Uh, what was the word for it? Russ, uh, the grape um, what? Residue. Okay, sure. We'll call it that now. <laughs> no grape residue going down his uh, chin. Yeah. Flecks of grape in his beard. Oh, my God. Do you see the difference, Tone, or no? No, you still feel Tone still feels this is unfair. <laughs> Sorry, Tone. Thousand percent. How about if we play the uh, we own the company and you're a contractor card? I don't like to do that, but hey, maybe. Oh, I, I love doing that. About, I, don't think we, we, I don't think we play that one enough. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly. All right. Welcome to our little show here. Sports adjacent. I'm your host, Jason Leisure. Russ Dorsey, fresh off eating some grapes. Mm-hmm. Give him the energy he needs. In the words of Tone, stumbling, uh, st- stomach a uh, rumbling, because uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's early in the evening, and the boy had not uh, had a, uh, an opportunity yet to partake in the old dinner. So St- stomach be rumbling, right? Tone? Stomach be rumbling. Is that what stomach, he says? Stomach be rumbling. Okay, 
Do you say that like every day? Does that come up at some point? Like that's how you announce that you're hungry to people or? Yeah, you know what? I am blessed and fortunate enough to have a wife that constantly is worried if I had eaten. Mm-hmm. So, so like I never really, mom, basically, I never really have to say that I'm hungry. If she's usually like, are you hungry? And I'll be like, well, I could eat, you know, stomach. <laughs> okay. Then she that's knows Tony, it's go time for the food. That's, it's, it's go time for the food. That's Tony Gill, our producer. Russ, I ate lunch at Tony's house, uh, his parents' house, I should say now, because it's not his house anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, he was given a harsh reminder of the fact that it's no longer his house that day. And Tone seemed very, uh, I, I think the young people say, in his feelings about this. His mom made lasagna. The rest of the family likes spicy food. So she makes the lasagna a little bit spicy. I think she makes the, the beef part of it spicy. Is probably how you get the, yeah. the heat in there. Mm-hmm. Tony uh, notoriously does not like spicy food. And in right. fact, I think probably has a lot of issues um, trying to adapt to Indian cuisine. His okay. wife and yeah. his wife's family is Indian. And yeah. there's a lot of spicy food in there that probably doesn't work for you. Right, Tone? They tone it down a little bit for me, which I yeah. appreciate. That's how I know they love me, that they tone down what they normally would do. Um, I've had to adjust, obviously, to, to some heat, but um, they they certainly turned turn it down. Like Russ wants to turn up 2023, they they turned down. Now they, food. they may turn it back up in 2023. I don't know. Like, I don't like yet. Here's my thing: that you're in the family now. Hey, f your feelings, bro. You're not going nowhere. We are gonna turn the food back up. You <laughs> <laughs> gonna take this curry, brother? Tone likes his food about as spicy as a glass of milk. I think. I'm with Tone on that. Like, uh, kind of misconception in the old. Uh, community is that uh, we love spicy foods. I, 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 I could that could have been further from the truth because I've always been a hey man, I like spice on certain things, and outside of that, man, I'm cool. I don't need hot butt. Like I don't oh. want it to hurt coming out. It's got to be worth it. It's got to be worth it going in I, for that what, to be worth it on, on the way what out. Is, like, what is worth that? Heat that has flavor. See, I'm not a spicy food person either, uh, but I like stuff that is spicy with flavor like chipotle peppers roasted chipotle peppers have great flavor they add great flavor to a dish i don't like stuff that's just hot for the sake of being hot i don't like for example like flaming hot cheetos or whatever like stuff that's just spicy for the sake of being spicy a whole if it's community spicy, just gasp jason when you eat that i do not but the community okay. does okay well can, can they gasp at you too you're just, uh, you're just hanging me out to dry? Like, I'm the anti flaming <laughs> hot guy? And then you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, I don't eat those either. Russ, you're on mute. <laughs> that was embarrassing. I was saying he puts you out there as the anti-black, not, not, not necessarily the, the anti-Cheeto. Right. Yeah. The anti-Taki. It's, it's the so anti-Negro. Like, how many times has he done something like that? This is oh, like I, one of my, this is like one of my closest episode. friends. Like as he comes to my parents' house, he he knows how I feel about a lot of different things in the world. He knows Very that, that I advocate for a lot of people, and yet he is more than happy to hang me out to dry like this. And in this case, Russ, like he kind of whispers into the mic afterward after some pressing, like, "Oh yeah, I agree with him." Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's like Thanks, make, it, make get canceled first, and then I'll say, "No, no, yeah. no, he didn't mean it that way." <laughs> 
that's what's going to happen when I get canceled for saying something accidentally. Tony's going to be like, oh, I know him. He's a good guy. He, he didn't mean it like that. Also, I agree with him. Uh, <laughs> but let him burn. Um, anyway, so Tony's mom, Russ, apparently, like, when he was part of the house, mm-hmm. and I, I thought this was, like, a very passive-aggressive, very strong signal she sent the other day. Uh, Tony's mom used to make a separate, smaller lasagna when she would make lasagna that had no heat in it for him. So there'd be one that was like normal to the rest of the family. They all like it hot. Is there anyone else that doesn't like it spicy in your house? No, just me. They all do. And then his mom would make a special little lasagna that didn't have any heat in it for Tony. And uh, she didn't. She did not do this the other day. And very disappointed. Yeah, Tony raised objection to it. He looked very hurt. And she basically just kind of shrugged and looked at him like, you moved out. I'm with her. Like, here's my man. Tony, you lucky she did that for all them years because a lot of places they were like, hey, we as a family are eating this. So (laughs) hey, you're out of luck. I'm the oldest. Hey, I would like not this, please. I would like a little something different. Thank you. Russ, did your parents make you eat everything that like whatever we make, you got to eat? Or did they take into account your likes, dislikes? Uh, meatloaf is, is for dinner. That's the announcement that's made. And and it was, I, I I like meatloaf, but I, I'm glad I did because if I didn't, well, we, we still have a meatloaf. So <laughs> you're going to bed hungry or right, right, like that's why I honestly no, I think that's why I like a lot of different foods because like there are a lot of households where it's like I don't like this, and then you don't have to eat it, man. Yeah. Very few things. Have yeah, you, ever, have you ever gone over a friend's house or a family member's house and you knew that you weren't going to eat? Um, like they couldn't cook when you I've got been, over there? I've been uh, blessed, Tone, in 28 years. I've never had that problem. Like people always mm-hmm. tell it all the time. Like I went to my friend's house and the food wasn't good. I got lucky with my friend selection. Like we talk about <laughs> on here. Like I've been really good at picking friends. And I was really good at picking friends that they family knew how to cook. Uh, of all different ethnicities and colors and creeds. Uh, but yeah, man, I've never run into that where I'm like, ah, this food is terrible. I can imagine. I have, I have, oh. I have as an adult. We had, oh. we had friends. We had very, very close friends. Had? Years, it's a wrap? Uh, year, this was years ago. They live okay. somewhere else. They, they live in another state. Um, but uh, the wife would always cook and wonderful person like incredible oh, impressive no. person oh. you can tell where this is headed right by the by the pre-flattery N- could not cook and but her kids didn't know her kids didn't know any different her kids would always say like i and i was cooking even this is years ago russ and i was um like a decent cook even in my early 20s and the kids would have this stuff that i'd make that i know was good and they'd be like yeah but it's not as good as they'd be at our house the children oh, say, no. oh it's, not, it's not as good as mom's mom makes the best whatever it is oh, mom makes the no. best pasta mom makes the best and man it's like, one time, sorry kids your taste buds have actually burnt off after all these years <laughs> there was one time i was at their house as an adult and uh i they were making breakfast for dinner which always feels like a cop out to me. I know some people like breakfast for I dinner. Love, like, love I love it. Love it. But I feel like that's always like, what can I make that is super easy? Some pancake mix and some eggs. There you go. Uh, and the, these pancakes were, they were wet on the inside. They were like, oh, they, they looked, they looked no. like pancakes. 
they looked like pancakes on the outside, but it was like vanilla pudding on the inside. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm just going to like gut it out. Like, I love these people more than I care about, you know, how good these pancakes are. I'm eating pancakes for dinner, so I'm here. That's... Uh, buddy, I was tossing and turning all night. It was not good. That's rough. Stuff would be rumbling, but not in a good not way. Not in a good way. Not a good way. <laughs> not in the like give me some ribs way. Like uh I never want to eat again. Kind mm. of oh, that's tough, man. That's man. a tough pull. Did you have to tell her? No. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that they would never listen to this, so I don't have to worry about them finding out. <laughs> How do you tell when somebody it, that they can't cook? Whew. Uh, hey, excuse that's me. That's a good question. Kathy. Your your food tastes like dog shit. I don't think that's how. No, that's probably not how. <laughs> the whole idea is to get is to elevate them to another place, right? Like a, yeah. a place where where God wants them to be. You know, <laughs> he, he don't want them to be there. He wants them to be up there. So, so how do we, how do we get them to there? Here's my because uh, you gotta tell you gotta tell the husband. <laughs> <sighs> like how who you you gotta tell if you got that relationship with the husband you gotta tell the husband hey man um i we've been friends for a long time so i just want to tell you something i love y'all through and through you're some of our best friends but your wife can't cook worth a damn Oh, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Oh, Jay, you got to say it, man. That could be that. See, the thing is, though, that could be a friendship ender. Yeah, well, that, no, not yet. Well, I care about these people. <laughs> Would you rather for your friendship end or you boo boo on yourself? Depends That's how good the friend is. Let's circle back to this for a second. <laughs> in, in a second. Uh, Tony Gill, by the way, is wearing his Shiggles t-shirt in honor mm-hmm. of Sheets and Giggles and his best friend and co-spokesman, I guess, Chris Cody. Uh, Tony Gill is presented by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to our link, sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and get 23% off everything. This is a really good deal off really good stuff. You probably your inbox probably gets flooded with different sale emails and stuff like that all the time. I know I would definitely like to have less of that. I always want to delete all those, but then it's like, what if I go in that store? I kind of want the 20% off that they send out that morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't need any of that. They're not going to bombard you. Sheets and Giggles doesn't send you stuff like that. Just go to our link. Sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. 23% off everything. Everything. You want a mattress, you want sheets, you want flannels, you want a throw blanket, the heavy eucalyptus throw, heavy blanket, all of that. Go nuts. And the sheet set, like, I cannot recommend it enough. And I know this is a show and we're supposed to talk about sheets and giggles and whatever. And Tony's obviously wearing a shiggle shirt because they sent it to him. But I tell this to people I know all the time. I tell this to friends of mine. I'm like, the sheets and giggles stuff is a game changer. you got to get that in your bed. Get some sheets and giggles. I love the sheet set. Uh, the flannels are good, too. It's cozy season. It's winter in most of the country. Go ahead and get that. Go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and get 23% off everything. Russ, I think my move would be a little more, what's the word for this, cowardly? Yeah, uh, that's what, if I, my that's what put, I gather. Yeah, it's such a hard thing because m- very, very few people will tell you that that they already know they're a bad cook. There's something very personal about that because, like, I think I would tell you, Oh yeah, I can't play the guitar. I'm terrible at that. But I, I probably, even if I knew it, wouldn't be able to. Admit, even if, even if the evidence was in front of me, couldn't admit that I'm 
a bad cook if I was. Cooking is very personal, very intimate. Um, you're, you're saying the the sustenance that this person provides their family is inadequate. It is. And should not be done. And that's a very <laughs> difficult conversation to have with somebody. <laughs> it should not. But but here's my here's my here's the concern. Because Jason said that he went to their house and they were making breakfast for dinner. And the the, the pancakes were still batter on the inside. And so imagine it, if they decided it was a little to, juicy, you know, I'm starting to apologize for them now. Like, Jason, you know, like, some so people like, like their pancakes a little on the juicy side. Russ. Imagine, it's, it's, imagine it's a medium if, rare. It's a medium rare pancake. Imagine if don't be so they, hard on these people. No, F them. Imagine if they were making chicken that night. You want some medium rare chicken? I Ooh. think not. You know what now I'm saying? That so I, that's why you that have I to could not do. That's that but you do. don't know if you don't tell them and you just over there eating like you was. You know, we, we even funnier. If now you get food poisoning if, all night. If you see it on your plate that is undone, and you look at the other plates, and they are also undone, but they getting down. It's like, what do you oh, do? No. What are you, oh no! My God! What, what they <laughs> not they getting down? And you get oh. used to it now. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't watch that. I couldn't watch other human beings kill themselves. Can you develop a tougher stomach? Can you ve- develop like the stomach of a dog by eating undercooked chicken? I don't think salmonella gives you. I don't think you get a tough stomach from that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think oh I think my way I think my way of handling this would be always steering the get-togethers away from eating at their house. So always go somewhere. Always come over to our house. Always uh, order out or go out. Or if we're going to be at your house, um, how about like eight thirty? How about like a time when clearly, if you're inviting someone come over at eight thirty, it would be we just have some that, drinks. Not, right. Not that you can't eat dinner at 830, but like if you invite someone over at 830, if I'm like, hey, we're having a little get together at 830, nobody's expecting dinner. Mm-hmm. Everyone is assuming, oh, this is probably wine and dessert or something. Like and it's 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 easier to do it, too, when, it, when it, you know, you're by yourself. But if you have, you know, like Jason does, like a wife and kids, like you got to protect them, too. So, <laughs> like, oh, right. oh right. What, you guys aren't you guys aren't eating. Uh, and then you just gotta, you just gotta flatly, you know, say. Nah, I think you, Jason. or you start off the conversation with, uh, "How'd you like it?" When the when the guest is asking the the person that made it, how did they like their own food? They should catch the hint, like, hmm. My, my, my kid, my kids will clock that and store it away. By the way, Russ, my kids like. They still talk about the. T- remember the time that uh, Miss So and So's pasta, uh, we call they call it like the diarrhea pasta. Remember oh, that time we had. Remember that, remember that time we had the diarrhea pasta at Miss So and So's house. Like they they do not forget. Because because here's it's worse for you, Jason. Because like Tone said, you have a wife and kids. Like imagine if all of y'all get food poisoning. That's a terrible day in your household. It's exactly. bad if one person gets it, but everybody. Stomach upset. Everybody running to the bathroom. No, nah, man, that's bad. Bad ball. Hmm, it's a tough one. It's a it's a, it's a tough situation to navigate. And and your idea of like telling the husband, I, I get where you're coming from on this, but it, it might that might not go well. And like when you have a problem with somebody's wife, then you have a problem with them. Is one of the things I've seen throughout. But you don't have a problem with the wife. Married. I have a problem because I almost died at your house because the cooking was uh, medium rare. (laughs) 
Like Jay, mm-hmm. if, if if I came over the house and y'all can cook in the leisure household, so this is strictly for this this example. Hypothetical. And, you, and Ashley made medium rare chicken. And let's say we had mashed potatoes on the side. I would just eat the mashed potatoes and then be like, you know what? My stomach's a little upset. And I would wait till I left, had a great time. We had a little drinks, dessert. I would text you or call you. Our next conversation in person would be like, hey, man, remember when my, I came over and my stomach was upset? It wasn't. Uh, my chicken was <laughs> undercooked. And I didn't, I didn't want to tell your wife that in front of her and the kids and make her feel bad. Like, that's how I would do it. I think. I think we'd be okay. I think you know what I'm okay. saying. We would be fine because it's yeah. not like I don't love your wife. I don't. I don't love salmonella. That's what <laughs> I love. I love you, not salmonella or food poisoning. Go ahead, Tone. The the best strategy that I've used in those situations: eat what you can, mm-hmm. and then just say, "Oh, you know, I'm, I'm stuffed. I'm full. I had a, you know, I'm I'm on a diet, or you know, I'm not feeling that great, or." Uh, Something so all all lies. Stomach's just, upset. I'll just, just come back to it. Yeah. Right, right. But then, do you ever like Russ would lie? Oh, in I'm the not hungry. I'm hung. I'm not hungry right now. Mm-hmm. Russ said he'd lie in the moment too, but then he'd circle back and hit it head on. Is that what you're doing too, or are you just just gonna leave your just leave it stand at my lie? No, I'll I'll I'll, I'll let it be. Okay. Let no, it no, you can't let it be because you could kill somebody. Like you, <laughs> honestly, if somebody went over their house and died, that's on you because you didn't say anything and you should have. Tony, I want to circle back to the uh, to the situation with your mom too about not making you the special lasagna. So was that mm-hmm. was I was that like a signal? Was that a power play? She she's making sure you know like this is the price of moving out. Um, no, this is that was a sign that uh, hey, we don't think about you in this house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, pretty much you, yes. You got a wife. <laughs> Let she her make, can make you. Not she spicy. can make you your special tiny plate of lasagna. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, that was a sign. Was like, hey, man. And were your feelings? We, we, were your feelings? We got the boy in here. Appeared? We got the we got Elijah in here. That's yeah. that's that's who we care about now. You, you like, come visit. Him, it's 150 people living in this house. You think we still worried about you? You're wrong. <laughs> you are 30 years old. How did that sit? That's with the you? other part. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, it's weird, you know. It's like, hey, I'm. This is what I'm used to. What, what happened? What changed? I didn't change. So you're, so, you're gr- you know. grown, Tom. Yeah, I you're am. not a child anymore. You're not six anymore. I am. I am. But she just recently made it like a year ago, and I was yeah, grown. You were married a year ago. You still lived in that house a year ago. House. Still. And she I mean, should have been doing it then. If 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 she gonna make the lasagna. Just put a little some some on the side before you add the spicy spicy. You know what I'm have saying? You ever, have you ever what made you lasagna? That isn't that's not How easy. How old are you, Tom? Like that? It, he's right. It's not. Oh, put a little something on the side. No, that's I'm not like we, we pour hot sauce on this on this half and hot sauce on and, and not hot sauce right. on this half. That's not. It's not easy I mean, to make two look, lasagnas. I'm not. I'm. I don't know how lasagna is made. Of course, but clearly, clearly, it's just, for the majority, it's just like a mystery. It's just like a mystery of nature to him. He's like, also, I don't know. I don't know how lasagna gets life. here. Maybe it grows on a tree. Maybe it comes out of the ground. I don't know. It's also there, one of the easy things to make, by the way. But it was really a, is. There's a spicy version, and then there was the the Lulu version. You understand me? It was always there. I don't know how it got there, but it was always so, there. So, 
Tone, tone, tone. You've reverted tone. to no, third-person no. baby nickname for yourself. Nah. All right. Here's my thing, Tony. And this, I feel like Jason was avoiding getting there. Like my my mom, even right now. Like if if and it's not often. One of my favorite things she makes is dressing. Right? She makes some dressing. I'm like, Mark, you make me some dressing. It's usually on holidays. She'll make it. But. You a grown ass man, Tom. You expect your mom to make you some separate pan of lasagna at thirty yes, when sir. you've one moved out, yes, sir. you've gotten married, and there's fifteen other people living in this house. Yes, sir. Yes, man. You better hope Ja doesn't like spicy food. You better hope that little Ja, like little <laughs> one year old Ja, that he has the same taste as you, because then you'll catch a break. Then they'll start making a separate lasagna for John. Ja you can kind of hope you get part of that. Imagine Tone eating his little nephew's uh, lasagna with no spice. Jaws moving out of that house. Jaws moving out of that house younger than Tone does. I bet. hundred percent. You know what time it is, young fella. Pass, pass your uncle a plate. Like, uncle, get your grown ass out of here. You don't live here. You don't live in this house. I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely be the uncle asking for the uh, basketball to shoot one time before I walk Hey, give me that thing one time. Hey, let me get that thing one time. <laughs> let me get that thing one time. <laughs> let me get one, uh, one, more, one more. Hey, no, let, let me shoot to him, Miss Young Blood. Come, Young Blood. <laughs> Tone is definitely Young Blood guy. <laughs> He already talks. He's already been talking like that his whole life. So it's hey, young blood, young blood. <laughs> sir, you're 31 years old. Right. Tony's going to be like your your 60 year old uncle, but like 40 years in the making. Like he's been he's been perfecting it already for 10 years. Yo, Tone saying a young blood is one of the funniest things I've thought of in a long time, man. Hey, there, young blood. Hey, young blood. Let me let me get that thing real quick. <laughs> it, it is the it's the double head clap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my kids are like constantly patrolling me for one they're always every single like uh, whatever i do in the house okay if if my wife doesn't catch me doing it the kids will oh, like they'll be like why what are you doing with that why are you eating that what are you doing right now why do you have that what happened to this aren't you supposed to be somewhere it's always like they're just they're merciless at it. And like, I love my kids, but being home from work now because it's the off season and having yeah. to help with things a lot more is more work than my actual work. Like once OTAs start, man, it's going to get easier. It's going to things. That's my slow season. <laughs> once, <laughs> once the bears start practicing everything every day, uh, everything slows down a little bit. Like, so like Monday, for example, uh, I had to take them, to a dentist appointment and one right. of them needed to go to the doctor that day because they okay. were sick. So I'm, I'm driving them in the car and they're like, they're mad at me from the jump because I told them it's time to go. Yeah. Like it's time to leave the house. We've got an appointment. And I generally try not to have a lot of anxiety and tension and rushing and stress in our house. Yeah. But I try to tell these kids, like there's times where we can control that. And there's times where we can't and we just need to be able to do a good job in those situations. We need to know, hey, we got to be out of this house in 15 minutes to be at something on time. If you're catching a flight or going to a doctor's appointment, like they're not waiting for you. You're, you're either missing the flight or the appointment's canceled or whatever. Mm -hmm. If we're you know, going to grandma's house and we're, you know, we're a little more casual about what time we get there, hey, that's fine. But like so one of them, I made one of them. Uh, 
I told one of them, you can't go back inside to get your water bottle. We're like, I, I got the car in reverse, Russ. We're like, we've rolled right. two feet out of the garage. And she's like, I got I to gotta have my water bottle. Like, th- I try to get these kids to drink water all the time because it's how you live. It's how you right. stay alive. And they won't. They don't like, they don't believe, they think I'm making this up apparently. <laughs> but, but man, we're going to ride in the car for 30 minutes. I got to have my water bottle. And I'm like, no, you can't. We got to go. You're going to just have to be on time to this appointment and uh, not have water, I guess. Tell, t- tell the doctor about it. Right. Like, go ahead, file a complaint. Dad doesn't let us drink water. And so then the other one starts in on me defending her and starts and like my kids know. And maybe you did this, too. My kids know exactly which buttons to push. And so we're like we're like five minutes into the drive. And my oldest daughter goes, so when am I finally going to get a phone? Which is a a conversation we keep keep, we've pushed off a 100 times and she knows is not going to be a fun conversation. See, yeah, that they're they're going to they'll learn. They're still young that. You know, this is probably not the best time to bring up the phone conversation. Like, let's make dad happy. And then like, dad, you know what I've been thinking about? I know you're, you and mom are concerned about us. And so what would make that a lot easier if we had a phone? Now, I could call you. We could have some numbers in there. Grandma, mom. And that's how you do it. You don't piss dad off. And then, you know what? How about this damn phone? Right. There's there's literally a five or six year old kid in our neighborhood who has a phone. So the kids, that's their main piece of evidence against me. But uh, we go through this whole day and it's exhausting. And they're like, Dad, why are you being so mean? And I'm like, why why are you like you? That's what Chicago wants to know. You have a part. (laughs) (laughs) If Matt Nagy had ever gotten to be the one asking the questions, maybe that would have been one of them. But eventually we're, we're going into the doctor's office. Finally, this is like at the end of the day. This is after we've already gone through the dentist and all of this other stuff. And we're walking into the doctor's office and I just blurt out like, hey, guys, try not to be horses asses in here. OK. And they immediately go, I'm telling mom and I'm telling <laughs> and I'm telling grandma. And then the little one chimes in and goes, yeah, and we're going to find a way to tell Dion Miller, too. Oh shoot, yo, yo, that's that's hilarious. It's like it's like they just thought of like who are the three people who are who are people dad would like not want to know about this. Dion Miller, he's on ABC, and Jason Leisure called said he didn't want his children to act like horses' asses. That's funny. Dion Miller, ABC ABC Seven News. Yo. Maybe that was it. I th- I thought they were just thinking of who are the people we respect the most. Mom, Grandma, Dion Miller. Dion Miller. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I would think. But, but maybe they were just, maybe they were trying to be whistleblowers. Maybe they were trying to go to the press. Yes. Yeah. They trying to get you canceled. Yo, <laughs> your kids trying to get you canceled. That's the one. That's, that's, that's tough. Because everybody going to believe them. They don't even know Dion Miller. They just like hear about Dion Miller in passing. They're about to. On, Seen her on TV. Yeah, they're gonna find her email address. Probably. <laughs> oh, oh, this will be a clip. I will tag Dion. No, please tag Dion. Oh my god, this is hilarious. That's that's funny, man. Thinking we're gonna tell Michelle Obama. We're gonna tell Oprah. No, those are the people. Condo- we're gonna tell Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, they're just women, thinking of all the women, the women, the women in power yeah. that would get you up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you seem you seem passionate about that. No, I, I'm I'm passionate about this one because it's it's one that I think a lot of people outside of the three of us probably think about, but you'd never really have this conversation. But with my friends on my platform, I, I think this is the perfect time for it. Um, 
we're all busy as adults. Like life happens. There are things like he mentioned earlier that are out of your control. So let's say you and somebody doesn't necessarily have to be, it's not romantic or anything like that. You and somebody like, yo, let's go to a friend. No, let's go to dinner. Let's do this or let's do that. Let's go to drinks. How many times do you reschedule before you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore? <laughs> That's a good question because we're in the middle of this right now with our neighbors. Where Because like it, when you live in a neighborhood, you don't see your neighbors. If you live in Chicago, and I assume other cold parts of the yeah. country are like this too, like you don't see your neighbors during winter. You just don't. Summertime, everyone's out and about. Like there's people I've seen in the neighborhood, like they literally hang out in the street. I think this started like in COVID. They would uh, you'd sometimes go running through this neighborhood adjacent to ours and there'd be people out in the street drinking white wine together and stuff like that. Like summertime, everybody's outside. Wintertime, nobody's outside. So right. we we have these neighbors that we like that are our age and have kids that our kids play with. The kids see each other because they'll go out and play in the snow. But I'm not I'm not outside during any of this. I go to the gym to exercise during this part of the year. Um, so I'm not out like running or anything like that. And we've been trying to schedule with them to have them over to our house. These people live around the corner, Russ. Right. You don't have to cross the street to get from our house to their house. Right. And we just can't. And we had a plan in place for this coming Friday. And it just got scuttled today because I two or three of the people in our house have a cold and they don't want yeah. to get their kids sick or anything like that. So. I don't, and and I was at a point where I was thinking today. I was like, I was thinking like, mm, Ashley, like, don't don't tell them that we have a cold because I want to get, I want this to, ha- I want to like, I, it's stressing me out that we're not doing this, and I feel like they're gonna think we're just delaying this for the sake of delaying it. But I, I guess like, I guess I probably should have a cutoff where it's like something's just not gonna happen because this is stressing me out and bothering me that this just remains this unplanned plan indefinitely. So. I've thought about this and, you know, I, I think you get one reschedule and I, and I think each party gets one thing like, oh man, I got sick or, oh, this came up. Each party gets one before it's like, cause if, if, if it's one-sided and everybody has had this before where it's like the other person continues to cancel or it's like, bro, you asked me to hang out type yeah. of thing that's when it's like i'm not doing this so you have to re- approach me about when i'm free now because i took time out of my schedule to make sure i was free for you and i think that's polite but if you keep doing the whole hey i can't man i can't man i can't man and then you were the one that wanted to hang out like come on bro 70 times seven <laughs> okay no no <laughs> That's incorrect. That's incorrect for, for this. That's about forgiveness, not Correct. about rescheduling. Correct. No, Tone. Tone, if, if you said, Russ, come over to the house and I canceled on you 10 times, you're not thinking it's no 70 times 7. That's oh, the yeah, thing. When, that's the thing. When, when somebody cancels or reschedules with you enough times, it's like, I, I need to be taking the hint here. Like, they, they don't want to hang out with me. Yeah. Um, I, I, and maybe you ask that question. It was like, hey, uh, it's asked and answered, though, good? isn't it? Are we good? Not because nah, it's, it's some. It's different because like sometimes I, I don't think it's always the cancel because especially in the situation like I mentioned where it's like you wanted to hang out with me. The 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 one that bothers me the most is the last minute cancel. Yeah. Oh my god! Because bro, you had all day. You had the day before <laughs> where I'm. 
I'm mad if I'm getting ready and you're like, yo, oh, this this one. Should I say this? Yes. Oh, man. I'm, you're trying to turn it up in 2023. Oh, man. Turn, turn it up, up. for 2023. I'm going to turn you, it you up. Under, you understand I'm going to play this turn it up card on you at every turn. No, as, as you should. As okay, you should. Because right. that's good, accountability. Good. Do the nipples need um, to come out? No, no, Tom. No, that's not, right. that's we're good. not part turn of this. Turn it up for 2023. So this is... This is the one you get in. I get this one in my life a lot. Oh, you're gonna hate me. <laughs> oh my god! They must yeah, know I you well because you yo, might. I promise, if you send me, you're gonna hate me. Oh, I am. <laughs> I promise. at the house. Now I'm gonna reply with yes, yeah, you're, you're correct. I'm gonna reply with oh, don't worry about it. But at the same time, if I'm getting ready, oh, man. you're getting subtweeted. No, nah, I'm like I'm grown, too grown for that. But it's just like I'm not gonna act like I'm not bothered if I'm getting ready. Make time, cut out my schedule to meet with you, and you you hit me with the you're gonna hate me. Oh, well, somebody man. dies. But but Tony, that's usually that's it's Tony. I'm gonna choke you because it's that's never it for a good reason. Yeah, I mean, possible. I'm just saying, things happen. Life happens. Tone, this whole conversation started because I'm saying that life happens. That's why it's mm-hmm. like each person should get a, a reschedule. Like, hey man, not feeling good, or hey, something came up. But like, if you play the something came up two, three, four times on one side, that's when it's like, bro, you're being inconsiderate of me. Because I think that's, I think that's the biggest um, part of it for me is you're being inconsiderate or I feel you're being inconsiderate because I made sure we had a time where you were good, where I was good. And I cleared my schedule for you. Like I wanted to be considerate of that time. And if you continue to cancel, it's like, Oh, I'm just supposed to push back my schedule. Anytime you feel like I'm not gonna lie to you, dog. I'm really busy. And I don't really be always having time for that. So if I make time for you, like, Hey, like, I would like somebody to be as considerate for me as I am for them. I think that's what it is. I have mostly really, really good friends. The friends I have are really, really close friends. I don't have like a lot of acquaintances that I hang out with. So the people that I'd be breaking plans with are usually very close friends. So I try to, anytime I need to cancel or reschedule, just shoot completely straight with what the reason is. And even one time I remember I was like, we were supposed to meet up with some friends uh, they have kids. We have kids. We were going to like take, you know, take the kids out to Chick-fil-A or something. Cause it was somebody's birthday or whatever. And I told them like, I think we're, I think we got to cancel today. Cause, uh, cause my wife and I are just not getting along today. It's not been a good day. Just listen, the truth, I, as, man. A, as an adult that hey, man, we get it. <laughs> and they knew exactly what I meant. And they were like, yeah, we kind of have that going on today too. Let's try it anyway. Let's just see what happens. And so we did and everything was fine. That's, but I, that's I usually, funny. I find it good to like shoot straight with people. Just tell them exactly why. Like, hey, this like because sometimes the reason you want to reschedule truthfully is you just have too much. You're worn out. There's times where I got a plan set for Monday and the week leading up to and the weekend leading up to is just so exhausting and so breakneck pace when you have three kids and you have your own schedule and you have everything else where it's just like I'm sitting there on Sunday. and I'm like, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do whatever I have the next day. I, I need a day to to unwind and catch it. And so I just tell people that I just shoot straight with people. You'd respect that, right? You wouldn't Absolutely. respect that if I did it five times. Right. But you'd, you'd get it. 
That being said, canceling plans is awesome. Like, because you have this amount of time having cans having plans canceled on you is not awesome. That's usually frustrating. But when you cancel plans, you suddenly have this entire block of free time and a very uh, relaxing night at home. I I I think for you it's different. Where with wife and kids, you're like I a free night. This is great for me. That's true. That's just another like Tuesday you're not in you. a, yeah. yeah you're not in a going out phase anymore where those things don't matter to you. you what would make Jason Leisure happy is eating uh, crunch berries butt naked at, in the comfort of his own home, right? Not putting on clothes to go out to not eat crunch berries. You know me so well. <laughs> Russ, let's do the news. All right. I've got more golf drama for you. It's been a while, and I know that you're very into the PGA and live drama. It's very entertaining. Probably the your favorite thing about golf in the last 10 years. Yeah, I'm also really enjoying uh, watching Charlie Woods and Tiger go out there and, and play in tournaments together. That's been pretty fun. But that's heartwarming. This is not. Um <laughs> So Rory McIlroy, very staunchly uh, mm-hmm. pro PGA, uh, was practicing on the range Tuesday for the Dubai Desert Classic. And Patrick Reed, who is a live golfer, approached him to say hi. Uh, Rory McIlroy would be very confused as to why Patrick Reed would want to say hi to him because he's on the other side. He's one of the live guys. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so. Gang, gang. Uh, exactly. Right. Yeah. Matt, Matt, this is where like golf really diverges from the feuds in other sports. This is a lot different than a hockey feud or a basketball feud or uh Tommy Pham slapping Jock Peterson. Yeah. You know, like this is where, it, this is where it, it, you know, is much more, much more of a polite feud. Uh McElroy just snubs him. Just he's on the range, not talking to him. Just doesn't look at him or whatever. Uh The guy, even Patrick Reed, even like shakes hands with McElroy's caddy and says hello, but McElroy's not, engaging with him as he walked away patrick reed flicked or flipped a a live golf tee at rory mcelroy now rory mcelroy didn't even know when he was asked later about this he's like i heard somebody say this but i didn't see it or anything i was working on my uh whatever and uh chip shots and i didn't see any of this uh mcelroy is mad at all the live golfers obviously but he's 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 even more angry at them now because uh, the group that is suing the PGA Tour for suspending all the live golfers served Rory McIlroy a subpoena to testify at his home on Christmas Eve. And Rory McIlroy has not let that go. And he is apparently uh, holding that grudge against Patrick Reed and all the other live golfers for it, too. Uh, Reed said that the. Flick of the tee was intended to be playful. I I don't play with people like that. I don't. I remember not playful I re- with people that I'm that I know hate me. It, it reminds me of the old uh, Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson when Donaldson <laughs> said, "You know, I was, you know, we were joking. I don't joke with people I don't I don't fuck with." And clearly, Roy, because he didn't acknowledge you, does not rock with you. We're not friends. We're not friends. We're bro. not friends. Uh, I, I like that the whole, the beef though. I'm I know you do. This. I know you. I know you love the. I know you love the PGA and live feud. Uh, I need colors involved. I need colors. You know. I need. I need a coast. 
Like representing what? Is it PJ West Coast and Liv is East Coast? Like that's I mean, what it's I, I, I because yeah, I I would imagine so, just geographically. Is is PGA blue and, and Liv is red? Like, come on. We gotta come figure on. that out. Where's Source magazine when you need them? <laughs> Patrick Reed uh he said that he intended it to be playful. Confusing to me. Uh, he said he couldn't believe that, quote, a small little flick has turned into basically me stabbing him and throwing a tea at him. And he went on to call Rory McElroy an immature little child. So the feud rages on. But it's a lot different than getting in a feud with like Matt Barnes or Patrick Beverly or, you know, one of the enforcers of the NHL. Like this is this is a lot more, you know, we're just going to call names and flick golf tees at each other. So So here's my thing. Patrick Reed can do that and then and call Roy an immature little child. But if Roy come out and say, you fat bastard, and start saying all this other stuff, now <laughs> now Roy looks like the bad guy. But I'm for it. I, I want Roy to say all that. I knew you'd I, love I, this golf story. I definitely want Roy to pull up and like, hey, on the dead homies, try it again. Try me. On the you, dead you, homies, think, you think that's what Roy McElroy is going to say? No matter, yeah. Wait till Tiger pull up. Mm-hmm. Really? Wait, wait, wait to wait to Big Tech come up. You feel me? Yeah, Big you Tech pull up. It is. It's a wrap for you. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap for you, Big Tech mm-hmm. pull up. <laughs> Let me call the OG he, real fast. He's very yeah. He's very pro PGA. That's right. It's been a block on live. Feel me? <laughs> they they need your help with this feud, Tone. You'd make this feud so much more fun. They do. Or dangerous. So you know, and I dangerous. do like. I love the idea of me and Tone creating this uh, mythical. Tiger gangster character mm-hmm. where Roy is like, wait till Big Tig pull up. It's a rat for you. <laughs> and Tiger pulls up in the golf cart. Hey, you he heard you was talking shit. And you got to get somebody. Hey, you got Caddy's <laughs> holding Tiger back. He got a driver in his head yeah. going to Patrick Reed. Oh, no one has ever called him that in the history of his life. <laughs> Big Tig. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, Russ, the uh, NFL MVP finalists are out. Okay. I, that will be announced uh, just a couple days before the Super Bowl at the NFL, the honors. NFL the, honors. The five finalists are Jalen Hurts, okay. Josh Allen, okay. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, okay. and the only non-quarterback is Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Who you got? All right. Um, Patty Mahomes. I, I just Same. I think I think that's easy. Um, Same for me. It is Jalen Hurts is a nice story, but Patrick Mahomes dominates. I think Jefferson deserves. If if Cooper Cup wasn't going to win, Justin Jefferson's not going to win. But I, I think we need to look at the season he had and be like, man, Vikings. If they don't have that guy, looks a lot different. Right? They. I mean, and, he's doing that with Kirk Cousins. Uh, but I mean, man, him and Tyreek Hill both had a hundred yards a game receiving. Yeah, that's a ton. Like yeah. 70 would be good. 70 per game is is good. 100 per game. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, they need to create another award. The game is just too skewed to that position. Whereas, like, how do you find true mm. the true value of, of a player when the game is so skewed and so dependent on one person in one position? So I, I'm down for to separate some more. I know they get offensive player of the year. Um, but it's just not the same. Like you gotta, they gotta do something that's on par with getting an M- MVP award for the other positions 
or like a non-quarterback MVP. But as it stands, it's the gold. Patrick Mahomes is gold, man. I, I don't like gold. in any of the sports when the MVP or coach of the year is intended to be like honorary in some way. Like Bill Belichick should have all the coach of the year awards. LeBron should have a, just a shelf full of MVPs. Mm-hmm. I don't like this idea that, oh, it's so-and-so's turn. Oh, Jalen Hurts is a nice story. Won a reward. Jalen Hurts would be is a very, very worthy finalist. But Mahomes is – like Mahomes should win this every year that he's Mahomes. Mm-hmm. There is nobody better. There is no one else you'd rather – if you were if you were starting a team right now and you could pick anybody out of the entire league as your first uh, out of 53, he'd be your choice. Jalen, one this, guy, this, guy, this guy has averaged 300 yards a game. For his career. Forever. For his entire <laughs> career, Russ. Yeah. Like, think about what you've watched for his entire career at quarterback here. Oh, man. Don't how, many 300 ga- how many 300-yard games you've seen? Uh, Against the Bears? I can no, tell you that no. list. By anybody with the Bears. And Mahomes uh, averages. 300 it. yards of total offense? What, what kind of parade would we have if Justin Fields threw for 300 yards? Man. That's literally – just an average day. The, the game By that definition, Mitch, the, just an average day for Patrick Mahomes. The game that Mitch did it against the Buccaneers, where he threw for like six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. That game was so crazy because it's like, bro, we've never seen this ever. <laughs> and you never saw it again because he was no, playing a was team right. where everybody got fired because it was the worst defense in the league. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was like a quarter of his stats for the year. Yeah. Pro Bowl alternate Mitch Trubisky. Um, I'm a big believer in you don't just look at the passing statistics. You look at the combination of passing and rushing. You have a lot of mobile quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson. Like You've got to take that into account. That is part of playing the position. But even if you added Jalen Hurts passing yards and rushing yards, it's not 300. It's not what Patrick Mahomes averaged again this season. He's the pick for me. Did you see that LeBron got heckled at uh, at the game? I believe it was Tuesday against the Clippers. Did he? Is, is this where he's a courtside with the people with the phone? Well, that's every heckling situation. What do you mean? Oh, well, you explain it. I'll see if this is the right okay. story. Well, we all have stuff that we're sensitive about. Yeah. But I think we've always known what it is for LeBron. Yes. And it makes me laugh a little bit because I have the same problem. I'm the same age, have the same problem as him. Uh, he was being heckled heading to halftime, down 20-something points the other day. And one fan yelled, hey, Bron, hey, Bron, you better get this bleep together. And he didn't seem to like that. But he was probably going to let that go until the guy added, you with that receding-ass hairline. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bro, you better get this together. That receding hairline. <laughs> Look, he mad. Look at him. You sick. <laughs> Which is a very, very funny phrase. Hey, hey, that's funny, though. <laughs> you can't. I think if someone yelled that at me, I would find it funny. Hey, that's what your kids gonna say to you next time. Right, right. <laughs> but security had to like push him, push LeBron, like make sure he went to the locker room instead of walking into these seats along the baseline to have something or or, or having somebody removed. Um it was go, it was go time. Once he heard receding at airline, it was go time. <laughs> 
Oh my god, bro, that's that's hilarious with that receded ass hair. I feel, I feel like he he is he has fought this. He, yes, because he's had this issue. It's the oh. like the only thing about him that's not perfect. He's had this issue mm. since his twenties. Yeah, and he's he's like my age, late thirties, and he has always bristled at this. And and I don't think you should just yell whatever you want to try to provoke these Correct. guys and make them mad. This is not a zoo. You're not Correct. just yelling at these guys like they have no feelings or like he he he's allowed to be sensitive about this. Um, but I think if you and I were out somewhere and somehow Russ, we got into a confrontation with some people, and they're like, "You better step down, you and your receding ass hairline." I think I would have trouble keeping a straight face. Like that'd that, be really funny. Man, that's funny, dog. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's the line. Like I get it. You don't want to disrespect people and at their places of work and stuff. But right. that if you were gonna dis- that's if you're gonna disrespect right somebody, that's perfection. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like you're not because to me that I that's always been my thing. Like if you I think you have the right to yell jeers at, at games, right? Like, boo, you stink, you suck, all that. Cool. Like that with with that receding ass hairline, I'm not talking about your wife. I'm not talking about your kids. Nothing like that. I was just talking about the fact that you ha- you're experiencing male pattern baldness. Oh, he's, he's very sensitive about that. Oh my god! Like of all the things that I've seen LeBron get mad at fans for, that might be the funniest. It's weird for me because it's like I don't approve of disrespecting people like that but it's that also really it's also very funny is that one disrespect oh it's definitely intended to be of the things you know that lebron is bad disrespect oh well, you're bald. On, a, on a relative scale there are many worse things that could be yelled at him yes like jay like if somebody said shut up jason leisure you're bald you you were gonna feel a way about that it only I hurt get, I, you know i do get that i do get that do you yeah it's always a. It's always funny to me because it's always so like. I don't want to laugh. But that's funny. Well, you'll get a tweet that says like uh, you'll you'll tweet some column or something, and you'll get a reply that says like, "What do you know? You're bald." <laughs> uh, you got me there, champ. Like, yep. Oh, that's funny. Oh. I probably have been on the same like hairline trajectory as LeBron. Because it was probably like my late twenties when I noticed it was a little thinner, and I was like, "I got to start buzzing this. It's gonna, it's gonna be better if I just buzz it. It, it. It's, it's a better look overall. It's easier to maintain. Like, but LeBron has, LeBron has fought hard against it. Oh, next, ne- cramp. next step for him is the Carlos Boozer shoe polish. See if that works. No, yeah, just come on home, LeBron. He has, he has the. You know, everybody don't have the head for the baldy. He does, which is what is always what annoy me about LeBron. It's like, bro, you're gonna pull this off. Mm-hmm. You know what else? Like the guy grows a beautiful beard. Yes, yeah. you, you have the balance. Beard. You have like, the balance. Ahead. Yeah, like, this is- go bald up top. You grow a phenomenal you know beard. What? Come on, man. You know what? I'm gonna say it because it seems like everybody is not saying it around LeBron. LeBron, grow up, man. Grow up. Like, just come on home, just man. Gotta, you know how many hold people on to the youth. That are, you're, you're not young anymore. You're the old head in the club. All right. Just be, accept it. Accept it. No young person is is connecting to LeBron James. Just be an OG. Be bald. <laughs> 
It's okay. Nobody will respect you any less. We might respect you even more. Like, where's that Joe Glenn if you're bald? It doesn't. Like, come on, man. Be, be an adult. Go bald. Right. Right. He's got to grow the beard. Not, see, and this is the thing. is like not everybody can grow a good beard. No. There's plenty of people that lack beard awareness where they're like, boy, your beard, that's patchy, that's scraggly. Like, that's not a good beard. LeBron grows a perfect beard. Like, mm-hmm. he should just do nice that. Nice and full. Yep. Yeah, just do that. Finally, Russ, uh, you ever buy anything on social media like OfferUp app, uh, Facebook Marketplace, anything like eBay? You buy stuff online from other uh, people like peer-to-peer Mm, I've no maybe a bike or something. I've sold I've sold stuff. Okay, you sold some stuff. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, Tone, what's the last thing you bought on social media? Like our uh, on like from peer to peer, not like buying online, like from Banana Republic or Nike or something like that. I bought a chance the rapper hat when the White Sox uh, did something with him. I bought it on eBay. Don't you have a bad history of trying to buy shoes and getting ripped off? Yeah, that happened one time. <laughs> All right. Well, a person in Arizona was uh, looking around for things to buy online and noticed a listing to sell a tiger cub. And they thought that doesn't seem right. So they immediately called the police. Uh, the police then inquired about this sale with the seller undercover, of course, kind of a sting operation. And this guy was trying to sell a tiger for twenty five thousand dollars. He was not aware that at this point he was trying to sell it to the police. One of the funny parts of this story to me is that the police negotiated the price down to 20000 which is like, you're not buying this thing anyway. What's the point? You're just like, you're just having you're some sure fun. The guy that just point. let's yeah. see how far we can get him yes. down. Somebody was practicing buying a used car. That's how that works. <laughs> so they, uh, they very easily caught and arrested a man named Carlos Castro Alvarez, 25 years old. Uh, he had several videos they found out eventually of this tiger on social media accounts. He was keeping this tiger. There's video of this now that you can see as the police found uh, found the tiger in the house. Uh, he was keeping this baby tiger in a dog crate in the master bedroom and had a couple of had a pair of flip flops in there as a chew toy for him. Um, Carlos's animal trafficking career is not off to a good start. They also found 12 snapping turtles and a baby alligator on his property. Here's where the fun part begins, Russ. So naturally, the police are online trying to buy a tiger cub from somebody to arrest them. And then they arrest them. And they have a lot of questions at that point, such as, where did you get this tiger cub? Where did this thing come from? And uh, Carlos is backed into a corner here. He's like, oh, boy, what do I do now? And he says uh, he encountered a man with the tiger. So he he just was, you know, out doing his normal things, probably just going to get a haircut, you know, picking up some groceries at Trader Joe's and ran into a guy with a tiger cub. And he said that, quote, the guy was not taking care of the tiger and he felt bad. So he purchased it to rescue it. But then tried to resell it. Well, he ended up purchasing it for eight grand. So this doesn't seem to me like your classic, uh, you know, tiger cub rescue situation, especially when you have snapping turtles and a baby alligator on him. I don't think that excuse is going to work. I don't think they're going to buy that when the trial for this eventually starts. That uh, I was just trying to buy that tiger cub to rescue and possibly sell for a $17,000 profit. 
the tiger and the snapping turtles and the baby alligator are now with U.S. Fish and Wildlife. By the way, a quick update. We talked last week about the issues at the Dallas Zoo. Yeah. And it seemed like something was really up there because someone had cut an opening in the clouded leopard enclosure and cut an opening in the fencing uh, in one of the monkey enclosures. Uh, this is ongoing. They, the Dallas Zoo had an endangered vulture that died in what they are calling an unusual case. And they they haven't said like they were asked directly, was this thing shot? And they they said no comment. They, all they have said was that it had a wound that seemed unusual. And the Dallas Zoo is now offering $10,000 for information on this string of events that's going on. So I was correct in my hypothesis that something is going on at the Dallas Zoo. You should uh, do a little video about the uh, the zookeeper guy that says, e- e- this, there's nothing going on here. It's not even dangerous and all this stuff because you got you got real trouble afoot, buddy. He was saying basically that a clouded leopard couldn't maul me. And uh, I, not a scientist, but I would say it could. I would say it probably could. And that's the news. That's the news. Uh, fun episode, gents. We had some we had some good stuff today. Uh, as always, we want to thank our fine sponsor, Sheets and Giggles. Uh, you can go to our website, sheetsgiggles.com forward slash S A you to get the uh the flannel boys, as Tone likes to call them. Uh Tone, how how are they holding up over there? So good? Man, with the snow coming down today. We got clobbered flannel, today. The flannel boys hit. What does I that mean know, that they hit? What does that I didn't mean? even know it was snowing because it was I didn't care. I was good in the flannel boys. It's like it's like a long john, but for your body. <laughs> That's what a long john is. A long john is a long john for your body. It's full but it's, body. But it's for your whole essence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm 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 not gonna push back against them, Jason, at, at this point in the show. Um, as always, everybody like, comment, subscribe, share the pod with your friends, tell a new friend, hey, I got a podcast that I listen to. It's really good. You should listen to it. We are doing more social content on our Instagram, so make sure uh, you follow the podcast over there at sports underscore adjacent pod. Um, make sure you're following on Twitter. As well, gentlemen, everything, anything else before the fine folks go? Another ringing endorsement of the Sheets and Giggles flannels by Tony Gill, presented by Sheets and Giggles. Nice job, Tony. You're earning that money, buddy. She giggles, baby. She giggles. Gang, gang. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.